I'm Raina. And I'm Megan. Welcome to the Shh Don't Talk About It podcast, where we talk about all the things we need to say out loud, but think that we can't. We're going to talk about all the things. We're going to shed light on them. We're going to embrace them and we're going to fucking love them. So join us on this journey as we get rid of shame and start talking about it. Don't talk about it. Welcome to season four, episode three. Last call, baby. Last call, or is it? I don't, I don't know. know. Never is. It's definitely not tonight because what are we doing before we get into the Oh, episode? we gotta crack them. This time I'm cracking a claw because yeah. it just is deserving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it fits the theme. It does. And I don't know, you deserve a treat. Yeah, it's a fucking, it's, as we're recording this, it's a Wednesday night and I just started my new job back to full time and I'm yeah. like, fuck, I need a fucking drink. A hundred percent. I'm <laughs> jealous. I have a depressing, stupid, bubbly water, but only because I drove over here and as pe- everyone knows, from, well, first of all, you shouldn't drink and drive and second of all. I am still terrified of driving in LA, so I don't need any substance in my little system No, um, as I work up the courage to become a fast driver. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe it would help. Just kidding. No drinking and driving, people. No drinking and driving around here. Um, But yeah, so we decided to do an episode about drinking. Um, If you could recall on uh, the previous episode with Morgan, she talked uh, to us about her alcohol addiction and which led us to both kind of think about, you know, what that meant mm-hmm. for us and kind of take a look at our drinking habits. Um, well, and actually it was, I thought it was so serendipitous that Morgan reached out yeah, because this is a topic that actually has been on your mind. Mm-hmm. It was on, we were going to do this episode anyway, when we um, met to plan out our season yeah, um, <laughs> in <Raina>. LA, yeah, <laughs> Raina did say, and this was before um, Morgan, our guest from the last episode, which if you haven't listened to go check it out, then come back. Uh, but before she had even reached out about coming on the show, you had said, you know, and it was so funny. I remember your face, like you were like, do I want to talk about? Yes, maybe I do. I don't know. It had this yeah. face that I was like, oh my God, what is she going to say? I got, I like got scared for a second. And then you were like drinking, like <laughs> maybe I have a bad relationship with alcohol. I don't know. And so it's just, yeah. it's something that's been on your mind. And so it was just you know, interesting to me from a like universe energy perspective that then we had a guest reach out to talk yeah. about it, which then inspired us to be like, yeah, we really do need to do an episode just us thinking about mm-hmm. and talking about this topic. Totally, totally. And I remember talking about this last season when we talked about the boundary episode mm-hmm. and how you set boundaries like within yourself. And one of mine was like drinking because mm-hmm. I'm always like pushing the limits with it or pushing oh, my own boundaries with right. it, you know, see mm-hmm. what I can get away with. Yeah. Um, so, so I definitely, um, so yeah, this is, this is the topic today and I have decided I am ready. <laughs> I am ready to talk about it. <laughs> does it make you nervous? It does. I'm sweating a little bit to be honest, because I don't know. It's just, I mean, I don't know. It's, It's so tricky and it's such a slippery slope, which is like what we talked about a bit with Morgan, but I think we could like talk about it more and unpack it here. It's like alcohol is legal. It's very accessible. It's very much of a cultural norm. You know, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't be sitting here probably recording an episode of like, I don't have a very good relationship with 
heroin. Right. Like, okay, well, well, then I'm taking obviously. you to, like, let's find you a detox. Right. There is no, um, like... And alcohol feels more, I don't know, squishy. Yeah. And I do think, like, I, I feel okay about my relationship to alcohol right now, but it definitely feels like something that, like, expands and contracts yes, and yeah. has over my lifetime since like I first started mm-hmm, drinking where mm-hmm. there's times I can look back and be like yeah that was way too much right um including not that long ago during the pandemic I feel like during the pandemic anybody that drank well I always feel dumb saying during the pandemic too but when we used to oh. all went into quarantine yeah yeah anybody that drank was probably drinking just way more than Definitely. they normally would have yeah. because we we were bored and it's like this thing we go to when we're bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, no judgment here and no shame. Like I think yeah. it, I think that it's something that expands and contracts, and it is complicated to figure out like what constitutes a quote unquote problem. Yeah, that's what I was trying to um, to think about during and after the episode with Morgan um, because I was like, well. I don't think I'm an alcoholic. I know I mentioned that maybe during the episode, you know, but like a like that I have like a problem. Um, but I, I think what draws the line between having a problem, like having an actual problem addiction, is when you cannot when you make these horrible decisions that totally fuck up your life, you know. Um, yeah, and it's not so. That's like the biggest difference, I think, with addiction because you are controlled by like this disease and you are making like these horrible actions and decisions um, that really can ruin relationships, ruin, you know, put yourself in danger, put other people in danger, those type of harmful choices. I I don't do that, you yeah. know, so that's why I call myself a responsible, you know, even I, like, you know I what I mean? You're just a normie that likes to likes drink. Likes to a lot. drink. So I will say like a cup. The way someone put it to me once I went, this was like three years ago, I went to a, a concert with a friend of mine who's in recovery and her friend who is also in recovery and has been sober for like more than 20 years. Uh-huh. And they did tell me it was very sweet. They're like, you can get a beer or what it was like an outside kind of festival thing. They're like, you can get beers if you want. We don't care, mm-hmm. which I already knew they wouldn't yeah. like, I don't, neither one's sobriety was so fragile that like me drinking a Budweiser was going to compromise their sobriety. Yeah. But I was like, oh, yeah, thanks for saying that. But, like, the idea of standing in line for a beer, standing here in the heat, drinking it, and being drunk around all these people Mm -hmm. makes me feel like I would die. Like, that sounds horrible to me. So I'm actually, like, I'm just going to drink water. Yeah. And then they're... So the ability (laughs) to think ahead. So And they they were like, that's how we know you're normal. Mm -hmm. And one of them was like, you know, I would have already... like tried to sneak in alcohol, gotten kicked out, tried to sneak back into the venue, done uh-huh. a bunch of lines of coke, gotten in a fight. <laughs> and it's only 1 p.m. Yeah. Uh, like she was like, that's why I can't drink. That's why I don't drink. Like just the fact that you're like, eh, no, I'm good. Like, yeah, you like just as fun without like play the whole scenario. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. And it was really true. Like it was in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. It was just like a little heat bubble like that. $20 beer was not going to be refreshing or do anything for yeah. me. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm just here to like see the Pixies and the Cure and like, vibe and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, could not, I will say, what I can freely admit being addicted to, could not get through that day without smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just, I also wonder if I gauge my addiction to things by, 
is it as severe as my addiction to nicotine? Cause like I'm quitting smoking. Well, I have a vape. It's a little, so not all the way, but I yeah. quit smoking cigarettes. Oh, good. It's been 11 days. We'll see if it sticks. I think about Don't it. Don't say all that. The time. I think about if I start thinking I can't ever smoke another cigarette again, I will go smoke. Mm. If I think to myself, I, I'm just not going to smoke today, then I won't. The idea that I can never have it again yeah, makes me feel like I need to go chain smoke. Yeah. I, so because I am so addicted to mm-hmm. it. And I don't feel that way about alcohol yeah. at all. Like yeah. I don't sit all day and like try to plot out when I can sneak a little drink or maybe, maybe Santi won't notice if I have a... Maybe he won't smell the tequila. Like, I sit and plot these little plots out in my yeah. dumb little addict brain about cigarettes. So, I know I don't feel that way about alcohol. And that's, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Those are my two kind of yeah things I hold on to when I start to wonder, am I addicted? I, I think I just drink too much when I drink. Yeah. That's my you know? problem, too. I mean, I think about it all the time, to be honest. Like, even going out to lunch today with, like, if we're in training and I'm, I'm like... I, like it was sunny going out to lunch with some coworkers. I was like, this is weird. How am I not getting a cocktail right? Now? Like it just makes me, obviously I was thinking about it. I wanted to, but I, I'm like, nope, I'm working. So there's my, <laughs> there's my like responsible brain. Low brain. I stop it. Don't drink in front of your coworkers. But there is just, and I've never done that. I've never drank on yeah. the job before. I've never done anything. I would um, be really But it's a thought, you know? Yeah, yeah. I would never do that. Cause I'm just, I'm just like, I, I, I am, when it comes down to things, I'm really professional about shit, but it crossed my mind. I wanted to, and yeah. then hence having a drink this evening, like it's just been on my mind, like just like this craving that needs to be quenched, you know, and yeah. I, and I quench my cravings. Like that's just what I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can understand that thinking about, I remember back like right after my last breakup, I st- started drinking a lot more and it was how I coped. And I do remember being in a staff meeting on like a Thursday at like 11 AM and thinking to myself, like I need it to be 6 30 PM so that I'm home mm-hmm. and can have a drink. And then thinking to myself, that's a dangerous thought. That's not mm-hmm. a good, that's mm-hmm. not a good thought. This is really how you're coping with your emotions. And then thinking, Oh, well, <laughs> so yeah, like those were really dark days. So I do, I yeah I get that thought. Yeah, and I, now I'm thinking, like, no, I only can have a couple because I have to work at 7 in the morning. Like, ask me 10 years ago, I would I would not give a fuck, or even, like, 5 mm-hmm. years ago. You know what I mean? But actually, I take that back because I, I didn't drink during the week for a reason. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't do that for the longest time because I because once I start drinking, I can't really stop until mm-hmm. I get tipsy. And then, you know. Yeah, we um, both do drink that way. Where yeah. It's like, well, now I, st- like, popped the... First, I cracked the first Yeah, I gotta keep going. Gotta keep going until yeah. I feel that, like, tipsy feeling, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's it's weird, because ever since I started... And I never drank during the week, because I was always fucking tired, yeah. exhausted. Plus, um, yeah, I just couldn't imagine going to work hungover. But ever since I started taking antidepressants, like, that gave me more energy, hmm. I started drinking more. Oh, that's And you're not even supposed to drink when you're on them. <laughs> and I'm just like, well... <laughs> I have more energy to drink during the week. Yeah. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. Don't drink while you're on antidepressants, but you know, to each their own. <laughs> I mean, I will say like, I feel a lot better when I limit it. Like there was a time in grad school where I didn't drink for the entire quarter mm-hmm. because I was like working, I had my internship, I had school. 
I was like, I don't have time to be so tired. And I felt physically great. Mm-hmm. I was so bored. And then mm. last week, yeah, I took the week off of um, drinking just during the week. I went out last weekend, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, didn't do like any like glasses of wine. Didn't do any like after work claws. Because mm-hmm. uh, I kind of just wanted to see what it like, what it would feel like yeah it felt physically so much better but it was boring like I think it was last week you were like do you want to go get a drink and I was like I can't (laughs) I'm not drinking this yeah Yeah. and it's just it's a little boring but my body feels better yeah I think because we're just so it's like habit right it's like what do you do when you what are you what do people do when they don't drink you know what I mean that's what goes through my fucking head like on a nice day or like a nice night or you know like that's the questions that I want to ask Morgan was yeah. like, well, what do you do then? You know what I mean? I'm, there's so many things to do, I'm sure. But for me, because it's been such a fucking habit of mine for fucking 25 years, it's like, what do you do then? How do you feel in that space? How do you feel in that time? What, you're like, yeah. fuck, it, I is, don't know. Is that what your social life was like always built around from like a young age? Always substances. Yeah. So... You know, it started with drinking weed, coke, acid, like all lot of lot of drugs when I was younger, and then that kind of tailored off as I got older. But mm-hmm. I still drink, you yeah. know. Like I don't do drugs now, but I just I drink. You know, that's always been a constant for me. When did you start? Like, when did you start drinking? Like when I was like thirteen. Thirteen was yeah. it? Like, ooh, we like snuck a beer out of the fridge and no. share it, or was it like no? I'm it was drinking, like. Drinking. Drinking, drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I yeah. liked the feeling. Well, I remember one of Did the... Did you like it? You liked the taste and stuff? Yeah. I mean, I loved the feeling. I don't remember being, like, horrified by the taste. I drank a lot of, like, Mickey's and, you mm. know, fucking um, uh, Strawberry Hill. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Like, Zima's. <laughs> oh, the fucking Boone's Fair... Boone's Farm? Boone's Fairy? Boone's Fairy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, you know, like, back then, it was, it was, those were the claws in the fucking Mike's Heart Lemonade. Totally. You know, it was different back then. But I remember the first time that I actually really had, like, hard liquor, hard liquor. I mean, other than when I was a kid and, and like, like a young kid and accidentally ate all the strawberries that were in the champagne. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that got me really drunk. I was, like, seven. Um, but I didn't know what, what it was. But anyway, I always remember, yeah, we went to some guy's house and I was with me and my siblings, me and my sisters, and the guy had tequila and mm. they're like, take a shot, take a shot. And I was, I was 13 and then my two little sisters were there too. And I'm just like, they wouldn't do it, but I was like, yeah, I'll try it. I'll try it. You know? And I took a shot and, um, and I liked it. I liked the feeling and I don't know. It just, yeah. you know, when you're younger, you just want to feel older and be around older people and feel like, so yeah, I started really young with alcohol and then weed came shortly, very shortly after. Yeah. I drank, 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 drank. (laughs) Yeah. I think, well, I didn't really grow. I don't remember growing up around alcohol because my parents got sober when I was still like kind of a baby, Mm. probably like four or five is when my dad quit drinking and Mm -hmm. my mom kind of did. Um, she goes more in and out with her relationship with alcohol. And Mm -hmm. I was always really scared of it because 
alcoholism and drug addiction have destroyed many people in my family, mm-hmm. like many of my parents, mm-hmm. siblings. Um, lots of people are, everyone's either like in recovery or dying of their addiction at this point oh. from my parents' generation. Yeah. Um, so I was always kind of scared of it I and didn't really grow up around it. And always was kind of just told in advance, you're an alcoholic because everyone in the family is an alcoholic, which I don't, I understand the intent behind that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't love that that took away like my agency and decision making. Right. I certainly, and I also think it made me first scared of it. And then like, well, I guess I'm just going to drink too much then Mm because this is predestined for me. It's um, in my blood. It just kind of took. Genes. It just kind of took away my chance to have like a healthy relationship with with mm, drinking mm-hmm. early on. I think I now I feel that. fine about it. But like in co- in college, I'm sure that there are people that would be like Megan, like drunk Megan. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> sure of it. Yeah, because it was just not very pretty for uh-huh. a while. Yeah, but I was scared of it. But around like. 12, 13, 14, I was frightened about it, mm-hmm. but then I um, I got drunk for the first time when I was 14 mm-hmm. with this 18-year-old guy. I think I've told this story mm-hmm. on the pod before mm-hmm. in the sexual assault episode. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. bad. He had bad intentions for me, but I wanted to impress him, so I like stole vodka from my grandmother oh, and yeah. got drunk with this dude in the park. Ended horribly. Go back and find the episode if you want to hear that disgusting story, um, but like... I pretty much gave myself alcohol poisoning. Like I just remember mm-hmm. being taken home and throwing up for hours and mm-hmm. hours and then getting in so much trouble. So that kind of like scared and shamed me out of it uh, okay. for again, yeah, for at least another see year. See why? Yeah. Jeez. It was like horrible. And then I think I started maybe drinking. I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis. So I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere. You know, the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples. And so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. 
Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Again, around like 16, 17, but it took a few years for mm. the shame of that yeah. experience well, I could to see wear if that off. was like your first It was time the first time I that's what drank happened. and it's the first time I got drunk and it was yeah. just like, an, and like just a series of nightmarish things happened around it. Oh. Yeah, that's what's scary when you start right, when young. You think you know? about and when you think how young thirteen. Oh and my 14 gosh! Is. I know, and I, I like the people I was hanging out with. Like, totally. holy shit! Like, that's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my god! I was like, I look young as a forty-one-year-old. Imagine how young I looked as thirteen. I see pictures. You were a little meep sheet. Um, you were just like the tiniest little thing. But I loved. I loved um, drugs and alcohol as a youth, and I wasn't scared. I, I used it as a way to escape, you know, what the fuck was going on in my life during that time. Um, yeah. When I think back at it, you know, definitely. Um, my mom didn't drink. She never drank at oh, all. Wow. She still doesn't really. She'll have like a half a beer. And I think that's like cheers to my grandma because my grandma used to do that. But she doesn't. She, she doesn't drink at all. Okay. Uh, my dad, you know, very, uh, he's very casual drinker. Um, he would be the one that like, if we, you know, he didn't care if we drank kind of, or, you know, when yeah. we went and visited. And so they didn't, they weren't like drinking, drinking, but they didn't really, uh, care what, you know, what we did. <laughs> and so, yeah. um, so yeah, I got away with a lot of shit when I was younger and I just think back at all of. I mean, I can't believe, like, I survived some of the things, you know. Seriously. That I did and yeah. went through, um, you know, and lost some friends from alcohol and drugs. And it's just, it's insane. It's, yeah. Um, it's a scary world, like, when I think back at it, you know, like, oh my God, right, like, was do you, I? <laughs> do you ever think of it, like, do you ever think back and think, like, okay, back then, for sure, I had it. Bad, like a, an unhealthy relationship with alcohol, like for, it was causing a lot of pro- like I can think back and look mm-hmm. at certain things and go, okay, that was dangerous, um, unhealthy. You probably had a little bit of a problem. I, my college boyfriend always told me he thought I had a problem, mm-hmm. and then tell me not to do something. Yeah. I'll double down. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do, Matthew. <laughs> um, but you know, it yeah. probably says something, right? That, the uh, person who I was like closest to who loved me was like, dude, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So I look back at it. I'm like, I know that it was not, I know it was unhealthy drinking then. Yeah. I don't know how I, that I think that about it now, but I can see times in my life where I'm like, whoa, girl, what was wrong with you? Yeah. Same. I mean, it's, it wasn't even when I was a, a youth, you know, yeah. it was more so I think in my twenties. Twenties. Yeah. 
uh, where I started really getting, because I stopped with the hard drugs, you know, I didn't do any more coke, I didn't, you know, I just was drinking and smoking weed probably, um, but drinking a lot, and I would drink a lot, a lot, yeah. you know, and I was like, what, fucking 110 pounds, but would drink just as much as my boyfriend would drink, <laughs> oh, you know God. what I mean? Yeah. All in that same, yeah. so, but I would be the only one, and anybody who knows me then can, can fucking account for this, I'd be the only one the next day fucking throwing up every 10 minutes for eight hours, and like, you do. Th- I have that. Cyclic- it's like yeah. a. It's a. I looked it up. But it's like a neurological thing. It's like this cyclic vomiting oh, thing. Wow. Because and then like I'll. Throw, it's like not even like throw up. It's like it's I'm dry heaving, but every ten minutes, every ten minutes, I feel like I have to throw up because. Oh my god! Just like the, and if, if I have an empty stomach, and it'll just keep going and going for eight hours. But I used to do that every fucking weekend. That sounds like. And hell. that's when I think I thought I had like a real problem. Yeah. Because you shouldn't hurt yourself like that yeah every weekend but i was like well maybe this time i won't mm-hmm. maybe i'll escape this time but i was drinking but it always happened you know, like if i drink on an empty stomach or if i'm drinking two bottles of wine to myself you know what i mean yeah. like my mom said many times like you know i think you have a problem or you know when i air quote ruined thanksgiving oh, you know gosh. when i drink two <laughs> bottles to my head um I think I've probably throwing up all fucking morning, you know, or there's just many times where I felt horrible. And that's when I really think I had a problem because I do remember going out one night right before my little brother was graduating culinary school Mm -hmm. and I got so fucked up. And the next morning I was like crying in the shower, just moaning. And I, but I had to go to his graduation. I just had to go, you know, because I would never miss it. Yeah. And I was like, Again, throwing up every 10 minutes, and I was like, God. I, so I did show up to his fucking graduation, laying on the chair, smelling like fucking oh, fireball. No. Um, <laughs> just, like, so miserable. Every I remember my little sister, my, Jess, she would be usually be hungover with me. Not as hungover, but, but she was pregnant at that time. Yeah. And so she was all, like, I just felt horrible about myself because everybody was all looking nice and smelling good, good. And smelling good. And I, they're like, Oh my God, Randy, you smell like whiskey. And I'm like, Ugh. you know, I just, and then we went out, then we all went out to uh, brunch at the Heathman, you know, afterwards. Oh, and my mom yeah. was treating everybody to this nice brunch that I could not even fucking eat. Cause I was running to the bathroom throwing up and I was like, Oh my God, Randy, like, what are you doing? What yeah. the fuck are you doing? You're like, I was think I was like in my 28, maybe. 30? I don't even so remember. so rough. And it's so, it's kind of scary. Yeah, like, like 30. <laughs> that feeling of like, what am I doing? How do I get on top of this? Yeah, it was very embarrassed and like yeah. kind of shameful of like, yeah. what am I doing? Like, this is, I, I'm glad I showed up for his graduation, but because I, I wasn't allowed to go to his high school graduation because his dad was there. And so I didn't, we, I, this was like the first graduation that I was able to see. So it was very important for me to show up. But mm-hmm. I was like, how how could I do that? How could I show up and and feel like this and be like this for him? You know, like I just felt really yeah. horrible. So I think I, I think I stopped drinking for like 30 days after that. And remember I used to stop drinking. Oh for yeah. You were days. always doing a 30 day challenge. Every, yeah. you always do so. Well, I don't know. You haven't, well, it's not fair. COVID Januarys don't count, but no, now, usually I know would do <laughs> sober January. Yeah. Just to like get a reset. Yeah. Or yeah. November or whatever. Just like a, take a 30 day break. Yeah. And because usually when I have my mindset on something, I'm able to, to, do, to do it. it. Yeah. But now I'm just like, fuck it. You know, whatever. I'm not going to do that to myself anymore because what if I die? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to like spend my last days sober thinking I was drinking. See, this is my mindset. <laughs> That's why I'm like, do I have a problem? I mean, I get it. Cause I'm like, <laughs> okay. Like if 
things get much worse and the world's definitely going to end, then can I start smoking again? Yeah. Like, someone just tell me when I can start smoking <laughs> exactly. again. Exactly. Okay. That's what I my mom it. says too. Like yeah. my mom would pick up cigarettes again. That was her addiction. She loved oh. smoke. She hasn't smoked in years, but oh, I just want to like, tell if the smoking. world was ending, she was like, Can I just smoke? You know? Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, you can. I mean, it's like I even love oh well, we were talking about this the other night, but like I even love the smell. Like yeah, my, my favorite mom does too. my favorite smell is like cigarette smell or like cigarette whiskey on someone's face smell. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's how, I mean, that's like, just thinking about it, I'm like salivating. That's how I know it's like wired into my brain. I am addicted to that. Yeah. Alcohol, I can't imagine going my whole life without it, but it doesn't make me like, it doesn't like make my mouth start to water mm-hmm. when I think about mm-hmm. a whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more so, um, and it's interesting because... Because even though I, well, you know, I, uh, never mind, never mind. I was like, even though it's been a while since I've thrown up like that, it hasn't been that long. <laughs> when, was your, when was your last bar? I mean, probably like a few weeks ago, yeah. but that was from just like an empty stomach. I just have a sensitive stomach. You I'm like it. my dog, Leah. Leah will throw up you if he has it. an empty stomach. You gotta <laughs> eat. Well, you guys used to always make fun But it's of always me. in the morning. I never throw up at yeah, night. I'm you're... never one of those people that throw up like all over the place at nighttime in front of everybody. Well, I've done that once, but. Yeah, I'm like, sometimes I'm a little jealous of all of you people that can like barf because I hate throwing up so much. Like my, I will fight it to like the last I can possibly fight it. Like I haven't thrown up since December, 2019. Oh my gosh. You remember that because it's so rare for me to throw up. But then sometimes I think I'm jealous of people who do because it's like you just get it out. Then you feel better. No, but for me, I don't because I wake up with it. So and it's not like just, at night when oh, I'm okay. like, you know, some people get dizzy and get the spins and do it like at nighttime. Yeah. I, I'm never like a nighttime puker unless I'm oh. super full. Like I've done that once at a bar. Yeah. I threw up at the bar. <laughs> it's like it hit your throat. And I don't know. Did I out. tell the story on the, on the podcast? I think before? you've told it to me because didn't Jess also? No. Your sister Jess? Okay. She then, didn't. I did at okay. the bar. I she, think you've just only told it to me. So you got to tell it now. A duck fart? Does anybody fart. remember me telling this story on the pod? It's called a duck fart, and it, we kind of coined that term. A duck fart is an actual shot. It's called I don't a duck think fart. You have. It's like Bailey's. It's yeah. like whatever. Okay. But anyway, it was my birthday, my twenty fourth birthday, and this is when I first started dating Sergio, and I was so full. We went to eat pasta for dinner. Pesto pasta for me. Mm. <laughs> That's going to burn. And then I don't like taking shots in general because they always make me gag. Yeah, you almost um, never do take one. Yeah, I take like a half a shot. Yeah, like, like don't buy it. me a shot. I mean, you can yeah. buy me a shot, but I'll... I'll she won't drink don't it. Don't expect me <laughs> to shoot it with you. Um, but yeah, so Matt ordered like... My brother-in-law ordered duck farts across the, the bar, you know? And I'm like, oh God, I don't want to take it. I'm so full. I'm so full. You know when you're so full, like you burp and you know it's yeah, just going to come up, right you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, fine, fine. I'll take it. Took the fucking shot. I was like, oh no. Like literally turned to like go to the bathroom, but I couldn't. And it just went all, all over the bar and it was pesto pasta. Oh, and it smelled so bad. <laughs> so gnarly. And it was my 24th birthday. I was dating right. Sergio oh, for six weeks now God. already. And all the girls were screaming, oh my God, what does that smell? Like running out of the bathroom. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and it had only been six weeks since I started that's love yeah what did you did you change 
I went home. Oh my <laughs> brain is so okay. Bad. Here's my little <laughs> drunk brain. I'm like, well, what did you change into so that you could stay and keep partying? I did not stay. I did not stay. I smelled so bad. It was horrifying. Oh my god. Yeah, and that's a duck fart. Now everybody's like, oh, did they duck fart? Now that's what we mean by throwing up at the bar. Well, at least we're not there. No, we're not. No, no, I haven't done that ever. But you know, speaking on like. Other other than, like, physical issues with yeah. alcohol, throwing up, your body feels like shit. Like, for me, the mental hangover has been, like, the worst. What ha- What do you mean? What happens? What mental... What do you mean by mental hangover? Just, like, the, fuzz, like the anxiety. Uh-huh. The anxiety, I guess uh-huh. you can call it. You know? Yeah. Like, I never knew that even existed until I realized that I had anxiety, you know? So, it's like... Okay. But you get, like... You just... I, I just feel horrible for, like, two or three days. Like, just... Anxious, sweaty, um, feel really down, just like, it just feels like, I feel like shit. Mm-hmm. Like, not, like, just, not just physically, yeah. but like, mentally. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Like, a lot of people may not realize that, that that's what it related is. to alcohol, because yeah. I didn't know that either, you know, yeah, for the like, longest time. I, I wonder, you know, how people talk about, like, the Sunday scaries. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's just everyone's emotional hangover from drinking. Oh, yeah. From, like you know, probably Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then by Sunday, you're just physically and emotionally a wreck. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I need to have, need to tie off, tie off the weekend with a little drinking yeah. to feel better. And so then you're a wreck for like half the week till it's time to start. And it is a vicious cycle. It is. And that's the cycle I've been on for yeah years of just like being like fucked up and then, like being hungover for the beginning of the week mm-hmm. and then get right back. And then I feel better. So let's start drinking again. And then boom, 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 boom. You know, yeah. it's just over and over and over and over again. So I've been trying, I've been trying to like be very conscious of how much I'm drinking. Every time I go to the fucking doctors or like, how many drinks do you drink in a sitting? I'm like, you ask me this every time. It's I know. Like I mean, I do stop think it. Every, I think that is where I'm like, okay. The CDC is a nerd. <laughs> I know. I was like, four what do you mean drinks? two drinks? <laughs> yeah. Like, four drinks for for men. For men. And yeah. fucking two drinks for women. I'm just like, okay, stop it right there. You know? Yeah. Um, so my doctor was always on my case, and I'm just like, yeah, I know. I know. I know. But I don't know. Yeah. That's just, it's just so easy sometimes. Yeah, well, and to just get it from I think the store. It's also like, <laughs> I guess I'm the kind of person I don't have to drink, but if I'm going to, what is the point of one? Yeah, you drink is to that get drunk. Up? Like I'd want to, like, yeah, I'm. I guess that is prob- that could probably be considered problematic, but I don't. I'm not a one glass of wine with dinner gal. Yeah. I'd rather not have that glass of wine so that I can have that 200 calories in a cookie Yeah. later. Like the cookie will make me feel better probably than yeah. the one glass of wine would. So that confuses me. I know. Um, but People then that do does it, become a problem. Like during periods of time where like, like during COVID or after Joe died, where it was like, I just, <laughs> my friend Susan was like, I got to the point, she came and stayed with me um, right after for like a week. And she was like, if I saw one more white claw in your hand, I was like, <laughs> just going to slap it out of your hand. But she, I mean, 
she understood it was like an acute situation. But yeah, no, I remember you your know. water bottle was always full with tequila. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> going down to the park for like COVID picnics and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then one day I just stopped wanting it as often and as much. Mm-hmm. It was like maybe sometime last fall I realized I had more psychological safety I felt and felt like mm-hmm. back at home with myself in mm-hmm. a way that I used to feel like that the last time I felt that way was probably like late 2018 mm-hmm. where I had way better habits I'm like oh I feel like psychologically safe again I'm less interested in a water bottle of tequila mm-hmm. yeah well you that's know? good yeah but I just I know what it feels like to go there yeah yeah I know. I mean, and, and maybe that's where I've been. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's hard to it's hard to know because I this has been my coping mechanism yeah. since I was 13 years old. Totally. Do you know 100%. what I mean? So it's like, well, how do I live a life without it? Like I I have no fucking idea. I've been well, living my life with it for all these years. Do you feel like it has to be without or just less? Like what do you what do you think? I don't. Seen, I get. Okay. Do you get like sober t- TikToks? Like all sober talk? the fucking time. Yeah. Me I asked too. Sergio this last night, and he's like, "No." And I like, I just seen four. <laughs> I think it's because our phones heard us talking mm-hmm. to Morgan and talking about this. Well, but, I do watch them though. Yeah, me too. That's why I'm like, why okay, they're in my algorithm because I ways. give them more time than you know. Yeah, but I do see people that will be that will talk about instead of like sober forever, like doing what they call like the damp lifestyle where it's just Mm. like way like bringing down the amount or Mm -hmm. quitting for now, but not forever. Like, I'm just curious, do you feel like it has to be out of your life or do you just want to change the relationship? I don't know. I'm still trying to learn to to accept multiple truth, like multiple Mm -hmm. things can exist at the same time. Like it doesn't have to be black or white, you know, like I don't have to like say no, like no alcohol. Um, but I'm trying to build a healthier relationship. I'm trying to yeah. go out and not and still and be really cautious and aware of how much I'm actually consuming and why mm-hmm. am I consuming so much? Yeah, you know, like do I need to like I've learned as I'm getting older to kind of look ahead, you know, yeah, at, at consequences, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, like like instead of focusing on like I want to drink. I focus on, I want to feel good tomorrow. Yeah. Like you don't want to waste the whole Saturday or Sunday in like the new city. Yeah. Because I feel like having like that rewarding thought as opposed to, I don't want to be hungover or I want to drink. Um, It's like, no, I want to have like a good day tomorrow. I don't, I want to feel good tomorrow. I want to do things, you know, and that's been helpful. Yeah. I want to work out tomorrow. You know, like I've been really trying to like, you know, not ruin my weekends by like literally being on the couch all day. Yeah. Cause it does suck to be like, well, I just mortgaged my entire Saturday. Yeah. And I will feel like shit. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I told myself I wasn't going to do this and I would get really down on myself and I would talk shit to myself and then, you know, feel like shit. <laughs> Why did you and, like really beat myself up over it? You know? Mm-hmm. And then every fucking week. It's a fucking cycle. Well, I support that. <laughs> we can drink a drink and then drink a water. Mm. 
My sister even made up a song about that for me. It just goes, drink a drink, drink a water. It's not really a song. But my graduation <laughs> at my graduation party a couple of years ago, I was worried about getting too drunk mm. um, because that's also back when I didn't eat food. Yeah. Um, so I would get... I would get very drunk because mm-hmm. there was nothing in my body besides tequila. Mm-hmm. And I was worried about it, which, you know, just eat something. Yeah. Then there's, here's a, here's an idea, but I didn't. Yeah. So she just was like, you just need to drink a drink and then drink a water. And then she, all day she just would go drink a drink, drink a water, drink a drink, drink a water. I so can't do that. Maybe we need to, no, do you just pee too much? No, I just don't full? want it to. I feel like, well, yeah, it's boring. <laughs> well, what's helped, what has helped me is I'll drink a few drinks until I until I feel drunk, um, and then I'll start drinking soda water yeah. because soda because by then I'm like it doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, it's I feel good. Yeah. I'm gonna and then it's the same thing with so, just like with all medications and drugs and whatever they reach their peak you know so you're the more you drink it doesn't necessarily mean that the more drunk you're gonna get like the more better you're gonna feel like you're gonna you're gonna reach your peak at some point and then if you drink or take drugs or whatever you're gonna feel like shit (laughs) you know what I mean so once you reach your peak of like okay I feel good I feel tipsy this is a good feeling switch over to like soda water because you're gonna ride that good feeling out probably for a few hours you know because it's in your system that's so smart um, I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just like a matter of being conscious and aware of like, okay, I'm fucked up. Yeah. I'm going to like switch over to soda water because we keep consuming liquids because it's just a habit of drinking. Yeah. And it's right? like, it feels nervous to not have anything in your hand. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a habit for me to drink. To keep drinking. So if I switch over to soda water that with bitters, I found with soda water with bitters helps me like not. Like, I think it's alcohol, but it's not, you know? Yeah. And by then I'm already just tipsy and I feel good. Yeah. But we have a mutual friend too, who, um, when she goes through periods of not drinking, she swears by like non-alcoholic wine oh. and like little like mocktails that you can buy in jars mm-hmm. and is like, has figured out what she's always said to me is like, it's the ritual. Like it, it, it like scratches the same itch to mm. like have her see glass that. of non-alcoholic wine at the end of the work day. Uh-huh. And like it's fine. Yeah. So maybe. I'd feel I like know. trick me though. Don't tell me it's not yeah, alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it is still psychological yeah. and like because sometimes I could drink multiple drinks and not fucking get drunk. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. Um so it'd be like this, but I know there's alcohol in there. So but yeah, yeah. it's just it's a thing. It's a it's it's part of my life, you know, yeah. it's part of our life and it's part of a lot of people's lives and it's very much part of our culture, our society. Um, yeah. I don't really know what life is like without it, you know, <laughs> like it's just, I don't know. I, I like the way that you're thinking about like just wanting to like keep it in a place where you can still feel good. I yeah. Think that's a good approach. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I did that a few times. Mm-hmm. Well, Not every time, but I let's can, try and stick let's to try it. That. Let's, let's try, try it out. reaching that peak where it's like the golden, like, and we all know that feeling, right? Yep. And then we all know that feeling when you're like, oh, like, whoa, I'm spinning or I'm going to puke or I'm blacking out. Yeah, which sucks. <laughs> you know? Um, so, yeah, blacking out is not good either. It's weird because I'll black out, but I don't know that I black out. Well, I think that happens, right? That's just what happens right. when well, you black out. You don't know, know until, yeah, the, next until the next day when you're like, you're like, wait, what? How did I get yeah. here? Oh, my gosh, where's my phone? Okay, got my phone. 
Like, you know, I've got my shit. Yeah. But that's not good either. So, yeah, I think it's that's a good place to start is to be aware of, like, how drunk you are getting. Yeah, just and how you feel. And how you feel. Um, and, like, yeah, switch over or, or you know, I'm, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how to. Well, I like that, and I'll support you okay. in it this weekend because I also know if I'm going to stay away from Siggy's. How do you? How do you I have not, to not drink? How? Do, yeah, that's what I was saying. How do you drink and it's, not smoke? It's really hard. Yeah, it's really fucking hard. Like, um, uh, it's part of. I think it's also part of why I've been drinking less because mm. I really, really don't want to be a 40 year old smoker. Yeah, I'm still a year and some months away from that, but I just. Just really don't, but it's hard. Like last Saturday, we were all out. Um, mm-hmm. Reyna's partner, Serge, had a, a show that he was performing at. He's a hip hop artist. Check out his new album, When Crows Fly. Yes, <laughs> Gotta give a shout out. Good. When Crows Fly, um, Serge Severe. But any, anyway, he had a he had a show last Saturday, so we went to it, and of course, we're like, well, I guess of course for us, we're drinking, uh-huh. and um, a lot of people around were smoking mm-hmm. on that patio, mm-hmm. and I was like salivating and it's uh thank god for santi being a supportive partner like he's just good for accountability if Mm -hmm. i did smoke he wouldn't make me feel like a shithead about it yeah but i would just be like i really want a cigarette and he'd be like do you really want one yeah is that the best thing for you Uh, no because he'd be like because if you really (laughs) want one you're gonna no he'd be like if you really want one you're gonna have to go ask that guy for one (laughs) Like, do you really want to engage this? I'm like, oh, good point. And yeah. then I'd be like, but I still want. And he'd be like, all right, well, let's like wait. He's just good. Like, let's wait a minute and see if you still do. Yeah. And then he'll just keep making, not making me, but encouraging me to wait a minute. To wait. And yeah. then it's like, well, I guess I can wait. Mm-hmm. And then I can just go stand next to someone and smell it. Yeah. <laughs> and <then> it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's hard. It's part, I for sure, it's part I of why I've been trying to cut back because it's, it's not that I want it more. It's mm-hmm. that my um, willpower center of my brain. I can't. I can't think of what part of the brain it is right now. But like your inhibitions and your yeah, um, happens when you understanding <laughs> of consequences is less when you're drunk, and so it's easy yeah. for me to be like, eh, fuck it, fuck it. You know, I that's mean, why it's harder to like make good decisions about drinking when you're yeah, drinking. It's hard to make good decisions <laughs> about drinking, about about smoking, about yeah. like people you should be friends with, yeah. about people you should hook up with. Like every decision is bad, yeah, usually, but it's also just also fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like why I are know. bad decisions so fun? But then I also wonder, are they bad? Or are we just allowing ourselves to be without all the fucking... I mean, I would say, yes, some of them are obviously bad choices. But as far as, like, losing your inhibitions when you... Like, I was listening to, like, a Tony Robbins speech, and he was, like, talking about when you're drunk or whatever. Like, people... um, You know, people say they're not this type of person. Like, I'm not that person. But when you're drunk, you are that person. So what is it? You know what I mean? Is that who you truly are? Yeah. Without your inhibitions, without your, like, your mind telling you you're not this person that's super, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's interesting. Like, I'm not the type of person that would dance in front of people. You know, I'm not that person that would sing in front of people. But you do when you're drunk because maybe that's the real you and you're... It's like silencing that. Well, your ego's out of the way. We're, yeah. we're like, if you're like drunk, you're all id, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're just like, I'm doing whatever comes to me. Yeah. And sometimes that's 
great and it is very freeing. And then I can speak only for myself at other times I've made very unfortunate choices that have caused myself a lot of emotional Mm -hmm. pain and damage and or people around me a lot of emotional pain and damage. Mm -hmm. Like I think later this season we'll, we're going to do a episode on infidelity. Like Mm -hmm. I've made decisions that were outside the integrity of past Mm -hmm. relationships I've been in when Mm -hmm. I've been drinking, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and it caused, it caused a lot of pain to the person I was with at the time. And so stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, you know, to your point, you can't really say I'm not that kind of person because like you are, your actions are what define you, not who you think you are when you're not, Drinking, so. yeah, and it could go both yeah. ways, right? Yeah, whether but so. it can be very freeing, you know. It is, and that's you not get a that thing. that fucking right spot, like I'm yeah. talking about. You hit your peak, and you like float in that for a little bit. Like, yeah, it's a good. I don't know. I mean, I'm not encouraging people to drink, but I'm just saying, yeah, <laughs> for the ones that do, you know, like you know what I'm talking about. You know, I'm talking about. Um, that's something that I. That I need sometimes to like silence the shit in my fucking head. Yeah. And, and I heart. Know. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice to be able to be so free. Like, I don't think I could, it would take work to get my ego out of the way enough mm-hmm. to just like dance around. Yeah. Sober the way that I will if I've had a few drinks. Yeah. Like that would, but maybe, I don't know, maybe that is, that's that worth, worth doing, like doing it, doing the work to get your ego enough out of the way that you to not be drink? inhibited. That sounds scary. Yeah. That sounds, I mean, that's the work though, right? I, guess I mean, that's is. like yeah. the work that I've been trying to do. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, silencing the ego, sober and all, you know, yeah. like not letting Ooh. judgments, other people, other anything like you are just bigger than, than all of this, you know? So that's an interesting challenge. Like, yeah. Framing it that something about framing it that way makes it more interesting to think about instead mm-hmm. of like, oh, like drinking less is boring. It's like, Ooh, that's an interesting way to challenge your ego to stop being so in control of every yeah. choice. Hmm. Hmm. Well, well, to be continued. <laughs> you'll have to, we'd love to hear your take. Um, yes. are you, are you sober? We'd love to hear why and what you think of our ponderings and, <laughs> and how it is for you. Are you like us and, um, like former, former ish party girls trying to reconsider <laughs> your relationship with drinking. Yeah. We're curious to yeah. hear. So, um, I feel like I'm, yeah, I feel like we talk about drinking a lot as far yeah. as let's go get fucked up. I'm fucked up. I'm hung over all of those terms yeah. used a lot, but we don't actually get to the nitty gritty of, yeah. of why we do the things we do and why we feel the need to drink and why totally. our culture is the way it is. So this is why this episode is, I feel is important it's really therapeutic to just talk about it and admit that these are the thoughts that go into my head when, or what drives me to drink and then what drives me to not drink, you know, Mm -hmm. like these are, it's not just as simple as, you know, getting fucked up. Mm -mm. It's it's so So much more behind it. There's so much more. Like as we, yeah, like so much more behind it. Yeah. So we want to hear what's behind it for you all. Yeah. Um, and so let us know where can they find us on, oh, yeah. on Insta. So they can find us on the Instagram at sh, wait, sh, <laughs> sh, no, sh. <laughs> sh, with three H's, sh, underscore, don't talk about it pod. And then you can also email us at info at don't talk.com. And TikTokity, TikTok, we're on TikTok there. TikTok, <laughs> don't talk about it. Pod, 
I believe. You just type, just in, type it in. We'll show it. up. I mean, I don't We're think the there's only ones. Yeah. anybody else with the shh, don't talk about it. No. If they, if there is, let us know. Yeah, because we need to talk <laughs> about it. Yes. Um, all right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning yes. in. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share Please us do. with your friends. Please do. Um, and we will see you next time. Yay. Bye. Bye. Bye.